joining no credentials we're here episode three so thank you so much for joining us i'm your host steven i'm here to bring the energy this time i want energy high energy levels up all the way um so i want to introduce my co-host my sister from another mister my twin from another kin my pic partner in crime Courtney. That was the cheesiest thing I've ever heard in my life. Sister from another mister. I didn't know if another kin was going to be like <laughs> too southern, but that's a whole nother thing. Too backwoods. Yeah, I didn't want to get all backwoods like that, but just wanted to bring the levels up. I feel like we intro you so like, here's Courtney. Well, we're chill people. <laughs> we're chill. We're laid back. Uh, we're going to have a nice laid back audio adventure. I'm going to find another thing to say instead of audio adventure because I really don't like that either. I'm going to chat GPT that uh, so we can come up. So anyways, Courtney, here we are. Another episode. want to um, start off by shouting out our many, many listeners. We've had a lot of listeners. So I'm going to shout out from the different locations that we've had. So here we go. Shout out to Brussels. Woo! All Belgium. our fans. Yeah, our little fans out there in Brussels. want to shout out to Charlotte. Got all them people out there in Charlotte. Ashburn. Um, and we actually have um, some Canadian listeners as well. Oh, I love Canada. I've never been, but shout out to Canada. I will come check you guys out. So we appreciate the support. Of course, we appreciate our Florida peeps. It's our bread and butter right now. So we appreciate you guys. We appreciate the support. So make sure that you are spreading the word about this, getting people out there so we can entertain them as well. Give them some knowledge. So we'll kick things off with Courtney. What's the latest and greatest? Um, nothing. Nice. Had nice. a good weekend. I went to the farmer's market, got my little puppy fixed with the adoptions that were there with the Animal League. Yeah, it was good. Nothing, nothing different. Nothing out of the ordinary. Farmer's market. That's right up your alley. Yeah. It's pretty much the highlight of the weekend. Yeah. A couple books in the yeah. farmer's market, <laughs> I would assume. Literally what I was going to say is the couple of books. I read two books over the weekend. When I was at the farmer's market, I got two more. So yeah, it was perfect. Perfect weekend. I could have guessed that, but I didn't want to speak for you. So I figured mm. I'd ask and Thanks. get Thanks. that out the way. Speaking of our listeners, um, I do want our listeners to come up with a name for themselves. Their own Ooh. fan base. Remember, I was kind of talking to you about this. Beyonce has the beehive. Rihanna has the navy. I want us to have something. Me too, but what? I don't know. We're going to leave it up to the listeners. So listeners, put in the comments, send us a text, let us know. We need something creative. I want to call you guys something. I want to have a good good name here. Okay, so we'll put, put the job on them, let them decide. Yeah, isn't that what we do? Like, let someone else figure it out? I guess. I think they'll be more creative with it, and I think I want, I want their opinion on it. So we can call them something other than listeners and supporters. So. I like it. All right, so let's see what we come up with. Wait, anything new with you? Well, we're going to jump right in. Something, well, we did start the initial podcast, speaking on my dog, so let's give a little update here to the listeners. We're going to hold back the tears as much as we can, but just yesterday, the do- our lovely dog, Callie, 12 years strong, did transition into doggy heaven, as my, oh my God, youngest daughter likes to call it. Oh, my God, you're going to make me cry. Yeah, so it was a, it was a tough day, um, especially if you're a dog lover. You can definitely understand they part of the family. So it was tough. We had someone come to the house. I mean, very professional. I mean, talked through the whole thing. Um, highly recommended because we didn't want to 
she was at that point for sure, suffering and everything like that. So it was going to be tough to bring her somewhere she didn't know. She's not comfortable. Get on the metal table. And it just, it was already a tough situation as it was. So doing it at home, we felt would be best. I was kind of on the fence letting the kids be there or not because, you know, but they had to say their goodbyes. They wanted to be there. So it was very emotional. Yeah. To say the least. Yeah, I went through that in October. It was rough. Yeah, so you definitely have good understanding there. Um, so it was pretty sad. I mean, <clears throat> initially calling my oldest daughter, she was at a sleepover. So initially calling her and wanting to give the courtesy of a heads up. I didn't want to ruin the sleepover, but my wife thankfully talked me into uh, reaching out, letting her know what was kind of going on, and pretty much just telling her so when she got back that she didn't, uh, you know, notice any kind of surprises or anything like that. So I let her know she wanted to come home, she wanted to say her goodbyes, and, you know, actually telling her kind of got the waterworks going because she got emotional, got me emotional, but... It was it was a tough, tough situation. I, I mean, as you know. Yeah. So we had a lot of tears. My youngest one, she loves animals. Like she knew she had a, she has a pretty good understanding. She's only five, so everyone understands. You know, my seven year old, my thirteen year old tears. My wife tears. I was holding back tears, trying to show strong, but you know, they were there. Um, my my youngest one, she's like, oh, but that's what happens when they get old just so analytical yeah they go to doggy heaven and then we'll just see them we'll see them later on so factual mm-hmm. well she wants to be a vet so she's all about the animals and she watches vet shows when they're you know when they're passing away or they have like really like gruesome injuries like she's like fixated on that like she really really wants to be she's really into animals so anyways so she handled it pretty well they made us you know nice little bracelets afterwards and it was you know everything to kind of commemorate the dogs but yeah shout out to my dog callie she was a road warrior for sure we had a very special relationship had her since she was a puppy watched her being born you know the whole nine brought her home so she was she was there through the hardest times we ever had to the best times we ever had so we hope she had a great life you know she was with us in the small shitty apartments when we were young and worked our way up. So she kind of like glue up with us. <laughs> That's how mine was too. We got her when she was a puppy, um, obviously like eight weeks or whatever, when you can bring them home. And she literally was with us through, you know, first apartment, no yard. She was a German mm-hmm. shepherd too. Like I literally had to go find places to take her. And then like you said, the best moments, getting her a house with a big backyard. Yard, yeah. It just... They're, it's so weird to then lose them because, like, they grew up with you. Like, they're you're mm-hmm. so attached to them. So it's so different. Like, if one of my friends said something about, like, oh, yeah, I'll be sad when, like, my childhood dog or my parents' dog. I'm like, it's not the same. It is not the same as your own. Yeah. Like, you, like my parents' dogs have both passed away this year. My, I've had many dogs pass away in, like, my childhood but it is not the same. And I think how you and I had to do it was a lot different than, you know, just waking up to find them like passed away. Like, yeah, that's that's horrible. But to have to like make the appointment to have the people come to your home, have to watch, especially with like mine. I don't know if yours like had spunk left in her yeah. and was like so happy that someone new was here. 
oh, that tore me up. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's yeah. hard. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because you're like, I mean, one more week and it's selfish on our part or you, it's just hard to tell. But she was the same way. You know, she kind of was like, you could tell she was collapsing. She couldn't stand up. The lady came. <clears throat> super, super, super lovely lady. Uh, highly recommended. But she came and as soon as she came, she came right up to her, sniffed her, did all that, jumped on the couch. She hadn't jumped on the couch in a while and i'm like oh god like i almost wanted to kick the lady out like you know, know. what maybe not today that's what <laughs> happened with me too she like got up and she hadn't gotten up in like a day or something so the same thing and i was like oh my god <laughs> did i do this too soon but i did hear somebody said to me a lot of people actually two or three people said to me you will always regret doing it too late but you'll never regret like doing it before they get to that point where it's just so brutal but i feel like we're about to cry so yeah well i'm gonna say i'm gonna try not to cry here but i want to say because I, I do want to shout her out because dogs are a good support system i'll say many years ago nine years ago now so she's a pit bull so everybody i don't know if i mentioned that but she's a pit bull nine years ago um my father passed away it was just the timing of everything was during the summer so he had passed away, and we already had a trip planned to Seattle, where my brother-in-law lives. So the whole family was going. We already spent all the money on the tickets and everything. I'm talking about like a week later, probably. So we did the service. We did all that. But my family had to fly. Like, they flew out. Like, they were going. It was their summer vacation. Kids were young. So and I, I, just, I just thought at the time, like, I'll just be by myself. It'll be fine, blah, blah, blah. It was tough because I was li living up here by myself. Nobody was around. Kind of under underestimated how I was really feeling. So it was very emotional time for me. There definitely a dark time for me. It was it was just overall was mentally. We'll talk about mental health in a different episode. But it was tough. My dog was three at the time, and usually she's by herself. She likes to cuddle. Does all that. She did not leave my side the entire time they were gone. They no. She was her head in my lap. She was on me in my like she never came into my bed. She jumped into my bed. I didn't even kick her out. Yeah, they know. They know. They can sense everything. They know when you're hurt. They know when you've honestly. I think mm -hmm. they know when you've had a bad day. Like your your energy is just off. But yeah. they don't care. Even if you're like so mean to them, or if you're not even mean, but like you come home and you're like, I don't feel like this. Like I don't mm -hmm. want to take you on a walk. They're just still so happy. They don't care. Yeah, they're just happy to see you. Cause yeah, yeah. they're. Yeah. So anyways, she got me through that time and I just, we always had a really, like, that was just my road dog. Like anybody who ever met her, I mean, you even let mm -hmm. her out a couple of times. Yeah. She was so sweet. Yeah. Anybody ever came or anybody who ever checks in on me, you haven't seen in a while, they always ask about Callie. Which is weird because she was a pit, right? Mm -hmm. And I feel like you would think she would be like the most intimidating one out of all of your dogs. No, 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 mm -hmm. no. She was the sweetest one out of all of them. So sweet. Yeah, she's the type that someone rang the doorbell. She would bark to let them know they were there. But if they opened the door, she'd probably go run and hide under the bed. Oh. <laughs> I mean, she would. We, she definitely would. I mean, that was her favorite thing to do. That, but she was a big lover. Once she sat on that couch, oh, she wanted love. And that was it. So definitely want to shout out to Callie. It was a tough, tough day. Um, but, you know, we got through it. We were like we said we had a scare a few weeks ago, so we knew it was coming. So kind of soften the blow, didn't make it easier, but soften the blow for sure. So definitely had some people that checked in and made sure we we're doing okay, and a lot of dog lovers out there. So it just makes you feel good. But people who own dogs get it. This is actually our 
first dog well my first dog that's passed away we didn't have animals growing up or anything like that so it cuts deep yeah it was it was tough for sure but you know we have two other dogs we love them very dearly and then that's why we're kind of talking we brought that up about the farmer's market my wife is always on the fence of in the future getting more dogs and i'm like after kind of feeling this it's uh, like children God forbid something happens to one of your children, you don't go and just replace your child. I feel like that with dogs. I know it's to an extreme. I know it's, you could say not the same, but it, I don't I know. I don't know. I feel like for me, yes, like I d- didn't want one at first because I didn't want to replace her. I didn't want her <laughs> like looking down from a little doggy heaven and be, Judging. Like, be like, yeah, like what are you doing? I thought you loved me. I thought I was your only child. But honestly, it's lonely. It's lonely. And to be quite honest, I was against, I still am against it. I'm not, mark my words. <laughs> this is going to be a lot because in like six months, you're going to be like, I thought you said mark my well, words. Well, what the dog's name was. No. Yeah. Mark my words. I, I don't, I'm not getting another one because it was so hard. Losing him, losing her was so hard. So, went to the farmer's market this weekend and I fell in love. I fell in love to the point where... I have a list of dog names in my phone and I just, I can't not have one. They just bring so much joy. Yeah. I, I mean, I get that. And I, we're going to touch on something in a second here that kind of coincides with it, but I'm just kind of at the point, like one, the feeling of losing them sucks um, for sure. It's not necessarily what's holding me back, but it's also, Kind of like when every time we travel, we need to do something with the kids. It's a responsibility. It's something extra. And it just, me and my wife are getting to that point where we're, we want to start traveling a little bit more. We did things kind of backwards when we were younger. So now we're getting to more of a spot where, hey, we want to travel. We want to do more of this and that. We want to go with the kids places. We want them to have some more experiences maybe that we didn't have. And just like the dogs is just always another responsibility that you need to have. Yeah, especially when you have multiples or when you have a big one. Like my case, I had a big one and it was so hard to get people to come over to drop her off somewhere. So, yeah, I get that. So that's also why I'm kind of like, okay with not getting another one because my freedom is kind of nice. I'm not going to lie. Especially like to travel. Yeah. Which we'll we'll also talk talk about. Um, But speaking of that, since you talking about responsibilities and dogs and getting emotional anyways got through that with no tears if anybody was counting good thing there's no video yet i would have lost the bet yeah Oof. <clears throat> i changed up what i was going to kind of say because I, I kind of felt them coming but that's fine anyways we're going to talk about your pros and cons list and it's kind of like what i was sort of saying about the dogs oh, you're just gonna blast me like we're, that we're throwing you out there okay. just like the dogs Everybody in here knows that I have some kids at this point in time. Where are we at with that? Um, hold, please. No. Okay. Okay. And for anybody who doesn't know Courtney, we have a running. She has a running list going. Anytime she hears somebody complaining about her child, her child did this, did something. She said, "Hold, please." Pulled the phone out. Yeah. Writes it down. I do. I have a note in my phone titled children and it has currently 24 items on it as to why i will not be having children yeah so kind of i guess going with the dog thing is 
don't those don't dogs bring you okay just like i was just saying about when my father passed don't they bring you like that sense of happiness when just stuff's not going right sure don't they just like they're there for you they're loyal to you sure i see where you're going but i'll, I'll play along sure okay. sure I appreciate it so now children it's like that but like times 10 I mean, let's, let's skip the loyal part because I got a 13-year-old, so her loyalty fluctuates day to day. Yeah, sure. Sure. So for every con that you have, I, like I always tell her, it's like, you're going to have 10, 20 cons, but the one pro kind of outweighs all that. So I don't see the point of the list because I can rattle off 100 reasons not to get a dog. But then in the back of my mind, I'm same thing. Oh, the puppy looks cute. I would love that dog, and just the happiness that and the un like denying love that a dog gives you. Yes. However, I like to travel. I like to do things. You can put a dog in a crate. You can't put a kid in a freaking crate. You can. Your yeah, parents. No. Sure. Sure. But. Also, it aside from all the no, like you're diving too too deep. You're you're not supposed to ask questions. No, sure you have grandparents, but that's a whole other topic. That's a okay, whole other okay, bullet point. Right, okay, we'll go there. You could also board your dog. Say you're going to freaking Jamaica for a week. You could literally put your dog in the boarding places around. Like easy. She's played with. She's fe- like she's totally taking taken like care of. It's all good. You don't have to worry about it. There's no talking back. There's no attitude. There's no. Oh, dogs have. I know some dogs. Have there's no disrespect. Oh. No disrespect My in a dog. Disrespect me for like three years. Okay, because it's a Chihuahua. She would look at me and just shit herself. Okay, because like again, like make eye contact with me and just shit herself while in her crate. I've never seen a dog shit themselves in the crate. <laughs> it's a Chihuahua. What do you expect? Sorry, she would sorry, wait podcasters. If you have a Chihuahua, I love them. My mom has one. She's had for what? Thir- I don't know. The little thing's probably like fifteen years old. I swear she's been around at least for thirteen years. Sorry, I love them, but what do you expect? Letting them out of the crate because when we're crate training them, letting her out of the crate and then she looks at me and just rather shit in there. Yeah, the first few years was a challenge. Love the dog now. Love all my dogs. But the Chihuahua wouldn't be the pick for my next dog, that's for sure. So anyways, you got the running list for the, the pros and cons. Hit me with a couple of the cons. I'm going okay. to put you on the spot because I know that list is long. We don't have... Okay, okay, okay. I Literally, number one, sickness. Literally, sickness is number one on my list. You send a kid to school, to daycare, to their friend's house, to wherever. They're getting sick. Do you know when the last time I was sick? It doesn't happen because I take care of myself and I don't have a, I don't have a kid coming home with all the germs of daycare. Right? Wrong. That's true, but I have three kids. You don't see me sick. My antibodies are built up, baby. I'm pretty sure like two months ago, I remember because I was supposed to come work out with your wife. You guys all had some nasty stomach flu. No, thanks. I do not want to be throwing up and doing other things. Oh, worse stomach flu. I've yeah. never had experience no. something like that before. Then no, no. Um, let me see. Oh, number two. I'll just go on number two. The cost of childcare. Dude. You are too bougie for that. So I can no, I'm not too bougie. I just would rather personally spend my money on going to Europe for seven months out of the year. 
in my in my personal opinion because I don't want children I'm just saying that is definitely okay number number I'll do number 12 and number 13 number 99 I'll do number 12 12 and 13 extracurriculars the time and the cost I see you taking yours to here and to here and to this and to that the cost I have a friend who has a kid in cheer or gym or both I don't know she literally showed me the whole entire cost she had it on a sticky note of everything she had due for the month and it was legit ten thousand dollars do you know what you could do with ten thousand dollars you could literally you could do anything okay because that's not the only cost right that's just extracurriculars and not to mention with extracurriculars, you now are going every Saturday morning at seven o'clock to watch a track meet. Not you specifically. I have a friend whose kids <laughs> whose kids do baseball. She literally is at the baseball field seven to ten. And somebody said, Oh, she probably loves it. Sure, she probably loves it, but I don't. And I am choosing not to. I respect that. I respect that. Shall and I, shall I go on? Yes. Can I challenge the track thing or the extracurriculars one time? I want to challenge your con- oh, your cons please here. Please do. You're not going to change my mind. No, but. I don't. Not not here to change anybody's minds. Maybe justify <laughs> how I feel. But no, like um, her track or the soccer. Like yes, especially five seven year old soccer games. They're maybe not the most competitive. Oh, but they're cute. It's the it's the best thing in the world. So seeing you know them dressed what? up. So you know what? Running around. Invite. Aunt Cece is what they call me. <laughs> Invite Aunt Cece and I'll be bringing this bottle of champagne with a straw down it and I'll be watching your soccer game. Go, honey. But do I want to be responsible for all the honeys when I pick them up? No. No. So when my seven-year-old was a little bit younger and she wanted to do basketball, she was, she's shy now, but she's coming out of her shell a little bit. But she was so shy then. So when she made her first basket, I still have it recorded. One of the best memories of my life. Of my life. And that is so great for you. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, continue on your list. Continue on um, your list. Okay. Um, where? Where? Number 47. Um, okay. Number 18. The cost of cosmetic, cosmetically fixing your body after giving birth. Whether it is your boobs, your stomach i'm i feel like i would blow up i have a family history of bigger people no i mean no shade it is what it is i have to work hard for what i have i do not the cost of that again that goes back to cost so is it all cost related i don't know let's see what else um your time is not yours everything you do revolves around your child you have to leave work at a certain time you have to you have to drop your kids off hello i've tried meeting you and you're like oh i had to go pick up my kid to bring them home to do like your time i don't think is i not, sound like that but yes <laughs> your time is not yours your even when you go to the pool there's no pool days anymore because you're watching your kid do a backflip no or a no, front no, flip no. hey dad mm-hmm. watch this hey mom watch this rate my jump no way you see how tan i am i lay out we get sun. That's because your wife's probably watching them. No way. She gets more sun than me. And that's because you have a 13-year-old. <laughs> there you go. So you right, spaced okay. them out go. properly. There you, there you go. There you go. That makes That's where it's at. And then my final, and then I'll move on because I have a lot on here. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't have all day. <laughs> really just your partner support. I can recognize that my partner 
and I are both very selfish people. We like to do what we like to do. We like our own time. So even if some crazy notion comes out that I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I do want a kid. It's going to be on me Mm. because as great as my partner is, as great as he is even around the house, like, oh my gosh, he does all the cleaning. He does all the cooking. He does everything. It would literally be all on me and I don't think I would survive. Now, is that because you truly feel that's how he is or you're just too much of a control? Like you have to be in control or? Probably both. Honestly, that's why the grandparent thing is out the window because I feel like if I see someone giving my dog a treat, like an in-law or my parents, I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like she doesn't eat that. So I feel like it would be the same way. Okay. I've, heard, I've heard horror stories of of in-laws and, and your own parents like doing things and you're like, no, I don't want this done. And they still do it because they don't think it's a problem where you do. You don't want your kid to have red dyes and they give them a little fruit pack and they don't think anything of it because they think you're crazy. That kind of stuff. Nope. All right. No, I totally too many, get that. Too many variables, period. Okay. Too, I, I get that. I mean, I don't agree with the cosmetic thing, but I definitely can agree with, you know, one, recognizing your partner. That's good for both of you guys. I think the cos- not everyone does anything cosmetically. No, well, not everybody has to, but I know me, I would have you to. You would want to. No, I would have to. You don't to. have to. Well, all right. I think we've unpacked that enough. I don't think we'll dive into any more that Courtney's got her foot pretty much pretty well dug into the sand there she's not uh she's not budget on that one no i'm not maybe a puppy though yeah i could i could see a dog yeah because nothing cosmetically has to happen to you about it. <laughs> yes <laughs> okay all right we're gonna move on we're gonna move on we had a good topic that we want to kind of just touch on real quick before we get to our main topic of the day here so i guess we'll start with you because i'm curious what you put down but we're gonna start with unpopular opinions yeah you know you know those things that just like you don't get why everybody loves so much oh yeah okay for me it's bucky's the gas station okay why it's a walmart it's literally everyone is so what's the word like just obsessed maybe that you can get everything there you can walk in you can get stuff for your home you can get stuff for whatever you can get snacks you can get clothes you can get baby outfits you can get everything you can at walmart too and they have gas and they got a gas station and it's probably cheaper gas and it's probably cheaper so what is it what is it no i agree with you is it the the mascot because to me it's kind of creepy well it's that and I, i agree with that and and wawa I don't, I don't see the big... No. I don't, you're getting a gas station sandwich. Now, I do have to say, with like a Wawa, for example, if I'm in the middle of the day and I want a water, I want a drink, I want an energy drink, I want a snack, I don't feel always comfortable. Because, you know, some of these gas stations are sketch. Let's be real. This is this is a uh, you go to Target and not Walmart thing right now? No, I love Walmart. Oh, okay, I, lo- I was going to say. Okay. Do I love perusing through walmart like i do target no but i do i do love walmart no i just i'm very you know how i am about like men i don't like men like i don't like men period what's the I don't, what's the oh the gaggle of men isn't that what your word is that like you don't like see a group of men and you have to walk I by him i don't like a group of men i feel like even one man if there's a man and me in a in a convenience store by myself i'm immediately like on guard i have my taser out in my hand i just i'm I don't trust them. I don't trust men. Give me 15 women, sure. But like men, I don't know. You think you could take the women? That is that why? 
No, I could just be <laughs> nice enough to <laughs> to run away. I don't know. I don't you know. I think you're faster than them. Okay. I don't probably not faster. I just feel like it's like uncomfortable. You don't want to get whistled at. You don't want to get all the above. All I don't above. want you just to. Don't be, want any interaction with. No, I don't want to be looked at. Do not look at me. Don't eye me. Eye me down. Don't no. Don't, don't make any comments towards you. Don't. No comments. How's your day going? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Even okay. if they're being nice, they're not nice. They're not nice. They're no, being no, sketchy. Been, All men you. are being sketchy. Sorry, it's my opinion. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It just gives me a creep. So, Wawa, I do, this is my point, Wawa, I do feel a little more comfortable going in to get a water, whatever, drink, whatever I want, versus like 7-Eleven. Or... I, mean, I think it's just location. Just depends where well, you're Well, sure, location. But to me, again, I still feel like any Wawa is going to be better than... So 7-Eleven's on your right, Wawa's across the street. You crossing the street? Yeah, oh, for okay. sure. For sure. Well, depending on the area. But majority of the time, yes, because I don't like gaggles of men. And there's more exits at Wawa, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, no, that, I, I mean, I agree with that. I don't... I see people say, Bookies, it's coming here. It's coming there. I'm so excited. Yeah. Know. It's a gas station. It's, it's literally a gas station. My mom is obsessed oh, with it. Oh, I know. It. I see a bunch of people obsessed with it. Just, yeah. Just a fad. It just. Literally, every time they come down, they stop at the one in Daytona or the one in World Golf that's there now. They are obsessed. They'll be like, Oh, I got you this keychain at Bucky's. Isn't it cute? Mom, it's a keychain. It literally is like one of those, the, um, the wristlet keychains. Uh, yeah, snap out. Yeah. Okay. I don't mind. I mean, actually, it's quite the opposite. I mean, especially more back in the day, but the gas stations that were in the, I don't say hood, but not so nice areas, they had the best t-shirts, best quality t-shirts. T-shirt. Random. I'm just saying. We For to... what? Like 7-Eleven? Like... No, no, not 7-Eleven. Just your actual gas stations in the not great areas. You go to Orlando, you go to oh, Miami. So they, they had like a boutique. They were like packs of teas, but they had, I'm very particular with my t-shirts. I'm very particular in general with a lot of things, but I like a t-shirt that has a nice thick collar. I don't like a t-shirt that has a very thin collar. I know it's weird. Okay. Gas stations always have the thick collars. That is random. Weird. But anybody who knows me knows what I'm talking about. Okay. Well, anyways, what's your unpopular opinion? Easy. Ketchup. Ketchup is the worst. No, I mean mustard it, too. Mustard's right up there with it, but ketchup. Is. No. I don't see the. I don't see the big deal. I don't see that you need. It is an elite condiment. Elite. Me. Like if, why? All right, let me ask you this, so that way I know whether to judge you hardcore or not. And all the listeners too. Sorry, I don't want to lose anybody, but you get a thing of fries. Are you putting ketchup all over the fries? You keep it on the Frick, side. Frick, yes, both. It depends. Now you it ruined depends. it. Now you ruined it. No, now they get all it. soggy You're and selfish. delicious That's... with ketchup. Mm. Yum. I almost want to pause to throw up real quick. Well, you're about to really throw up with what I'm about to say next. I eat ketchup on my eggs. That's my sister. My sister does. Oh my God, it's so good. My sister put ketchup on. So do I. Most of the time, I thought, I think she did it growing up because she knew how much I didn't like ketchup. I think she'd make eye contact with me and put ketchup in things. That's why. But no, she's upset. Like, it could be white rice. It could be eggs. It could be ketchup. All day. Okay. That's my sister-in-law too. We we keep ketchup in the house just for my sister-in-law. Okay. Can shout out to Shiloh. Two things. When I buy ketchup, I buy the big ones 
the big ones in like three packs and I buy them in bulk. So, right, I'll get like two or three of those because I use it that much. I am obsessed with ketchup. Number two, speaking of the rice, when I was younger, my great grandmother made this dish called perlo. I don't know. I don't even know where it's from. Honestly, I should probably look that up, but it was like rice and she puts like tomato paste in it and sauce and she put like chicken or sausage or pork or whatever in it and it like simmers and it gets delicious and thick and it's amazing. When my brother and I were kids, we would eat a plate of perlo and put ketchup all over it. I'm obsessed with ketchup. Literally on one of our little Instagram posts that we're going to post. I did a, like five random facts and one is I'm obsessed with ketchup. That's so, I, don't, I just don't, I don't get the big deal about ketchup. Like I prefer it not on my burgers if it's on there, I guess. On so a I'll, burger? I'll wipe it off. And if it's like a little aftertaste, sure. But what, what condiment do you eat in your burger? Nothing? Oh, just depends the burger, I guess. It's just dry. Why would it be dry? Like a juicy burger. No, <laughs> there's like nothing. A dry burger. I put ketchup all over my burger and then i dip it in ketchup too i'll do well okay because i'm a pain in the ass everybody knows that i do the not fat free mayo but like light mayo a little bit of mayo sriracha mix it up and make a nice like spicy sauce and i'll put it on see i'm not a mayo girl not a mustard girl i won't do the mayo by itself like that but i'll do the spicy sauce i'll do more sriracha than the mayo it's got to be the light and all that no it's ketchup to me is a problem to the point where when we go on road trips like we are next week we bring a thing of ketchup with us because when we go through like drive through or if we go to chick-fil-a they give you like one or two it ain't enough Jeez. it ain't enough Jesus. so we bring ketchup let me let me ask you this actually because i'm not a ketchup connoisseur do you keep your Hines. ketchup oh in the fridge no you keep it pantry. out in the pantry pantry that's a recent change. We I've always kept it in the refrigerator. I thought you were gonna ask me Hunter Hines. I was about to say. I don't, I don't care. You, uh, <laughs> sister, my sister in law got Max. We keep it in there for her, and I just got the generic, like store brand. I didn't like. I don't care. I don't use that. No, it all I tastes had to different. Get the, or or I got some. It was like an organic one, and she's like, "What the hell?" I was like, "You're right. You know what? This is yours. What what do I care?" No, it it's Heinz, traditional. Not sugar-free, not organic, that colored bullshit that they had in the 2000s. No, none of it. No. Glass bottle, plastic bottle? Plastic. Okay. In my opinion. I mean, glass is probably good, too. It really doesn't matter. As long as it's Heinz, it really doesn't matter. I keep it in the pantry now? And I keep it in the pantry because warm ketchup is exquisite. It is an exquisite experience. Amazing. You're grossing me out. What about syrup? Just random. Do you keep it in the, the fridge or do you keep it in the pantry? I've always kept it in the refrigerator, but okay. recently my boyfriend has moved it to the pantry. So it stays in our pantry now. Okay. We keep yeah. it in the fridge. I know it says you don't have to. You go to our, go out to eat. The syrup's on the table. I, I, I don't know. I just, I'm not, I don't care either okay, way, I guess. Okay, question. So. When you go to a sushi place, like we have one mm -hmm. in Claremont, they keep their yum yum sauce on the table, and that grosses me the hell out. I don't use the yum yum sauce because the bottle is cold, and it's I think it's like mayo or cream based. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. How are you gonna keep it out on the table all day? It grosses it me same out. Thing. Well, okay. Do I still use it? Yes. Soy sauce. Out. No, actually, I keep at home. I keep it on the refrigerator just because. Oh yeah, I'm a pan. I don't even have soy sauce. I'm coconut aminos. Oh, I have that too. But anyways, I was just curious about. But so ketchup, I hate ketchup. I think it's stupid. It's 
It's a waste if you need ketchup. You're a waste. If you need ketchup on your food, your food doesn't taste good then. Lies. Lies. Your eggs don't, you don't season your eggs right. Your fries don't taste like. No, because I can. Okay. So when I eat eggs, I do eat a couple bites without ketchup and then I load it up. Well, all right. To each their own. But I mean, I don't like ketchup. I don't like tomato sauce. I don't like, like, all right. So we. You don't like spaghetti? We order. No, I don't like, oh my God. I have a whole thing on spaghetti. Don't get me. All right, when we were, when I was younger, I'm scarred from spaghetti, but I'll do this quick so you guys get to know me. When I was younger, my mother worked, single mom, dad was doing his thing, but my when my mother would work, she'd make big thing of spaghetti on Monday. We would have that all week. We would have spaghetti all week. She would just warm it up all week. She would just get home, we're having spaghetti, like to the point where like I'm taking two plain white pieces of bread, making a spaghetti sandwich to mix it up. So I'm just, I don't do spaghetti. I never liked tomato sauce. It just, I didn't have a choice. We order pizza now and we do light sauce. You know, honestly, I feel like. Light sauce on all the pizza or my kids don't even eat it now just because I've got them accustomed to it. Okay, that. well, you're a psychopath because you have to have at least normal and a little extra sauce. But my family had spaghetti too and it was like, it was not good. I feel like even now my mom's spaghetti is probably tr- garbage. But. I don't eat spaghetti anywhere i'm obsessed with my childhood meals i'm obsessed like the spaghetti the hamburger helper oh my god my mom used to make it all the time it's disgusting back then i feel yeah no, oh my no. god i'm obsessed with it now yeah i used to have a lot of those quick dinners like that so i i think that's why we we cook everything we cook everything if we don't go out to eat something even relatively healthy we just cook everything and I don't know. That's what my kids have been spoiled because they get that. Like, oh my God, God forbid they get anything frozen, like a frozen dinner. They don't even know what a frozen dinner is. Frozen dinner and it came with like a little dessert. That's the, I used to pick them. Oh, the yeah. The best dessert you can get out. Yeah. Like a little with a penguin, little, little frozen yeah. penguin thing. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the, either the box was blue or the tray yeah, was yeah, blue yeah. or something. The box was blue for sure. And like they had a little brownie that like almost like melted yep. into the tray mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Those are some good times. That or chicken pot pies randomly. Oh my god. That was like gosh. a treat. It'd throw them in the oven for like 45 minutes and burn the roof That's of your mouth. That's why I was a fat kid because my parents had that stuff at home. So when I got home from school, I'd eat that stuff and that's why I was so fat. Nice. So yeah. Shout out, to, shout out to your metabolism. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so ketchup, tomato sauce, that's not, not my thing. I agree with you on the Buckeyes thing. Any other unpopular opinions? Um, Not that I can think of, but I know I have some. I definitely have a few, but we'll keep that for a different segment. My kids, I, I want to let everyone know I've offered my kids ketchup. They want nothing to do with ketchup. They've tried it, so I don't neglect them from anything. My middle child likes mustard, so she's the only one we have to put mustard on burgers for, sandwiches for. Send them to my house for a week. My middle one likes ranch. She's the only one that dips things. Like She likes her dips. Yeah, she likes I was jalapeno say, chips. She likes, well, here's the thing. You're either a dipper or you're not a dipper, in my opinion. My boyfriend is not a dipper at all. He doesn't dip anything. I don't dip anything. I dip everything. If it doesn't have a dip, I don't want it. Truly. My oh, I mean, my wife takes my ranch. Like we order anything, she's like, I don't. Uh, I get a ranch because I know she's gonna like. She, Good for she you. Takes it. Yeah, Good for like, you. But I'm not a dipper. Mm-mm. The spicier the better. Well, we've unpacked the unpopular opinions. We're going to just kind of keep it cruising here. Yeah, if you guys have any unpopular opinions, please share them. Oh, yeah. We definitely want to, you know, we want to read them. We want you guys to sound off in the comments. Send send us your unpopular opinions. We will not judge you as long as you do not judge me for my non-ketchup 
liking self, okay? I'm judging you. I know. Everyone's going to probably hit me about that because I got a lot of shit about my croissants. A lot of people were <laughs> like you, like that's the most random thing in the world. It is. Just leave me alone. Send me some croissants. Who cares? It's so random. All right. Enough judging me. Enough judging me. We're going to move on to our main topic of the episode. Today, our topic is sales, the importance of sales, the importance of marketing, why we are good at what we do, and overcoming challenges. What's your take on being a good marketer? What do you think it would take? Um, consistency. Ooh, huge. Communication. Equally huge. And I really feel like that's it. I mean, I feel like you have to be a good person, in my opinion, but we have seen in our industry that you do not have to be a good person to be successful. So I really feel like consistency and communication, I feel like everyone loves both of those. Is it like a fine line between consistency for you and like being, making sure, you know, you're always there and maybe showing up too much and you feel like, am I annoying you guys at this uh, point? Yeah, hundred percent. I think I literally text you every day and I'm like, what should I do? Should I go here? I was just what there. Should I-, <laughs> should I do it again? <laughs> I just dropped off blank at blank. I need to go back. What should I say? Is this too aggressive? Yeah. I mean, I think, yes, I think there's a fine line, which I kind of want to touch to is like, where's being too aggressive where you're asking, you know, you want to ask for the business. Cause I think you should ask for the business, be kind of direct, but you also don't want to come off like too aggressive. So like knowing the, the lines there. But to be quite honest with you, I feel like that's where, I don't understand sales because I feel like people say they don't want someone who is too aggressive, yet they're giving business to these reps who are too aggressive, who they complain about, who they're saying, oh my gosh, they call me once a week or oh my gosh, they call me every day just asking for business like, or they're, they railroad me or whatever. It obviously is working, so maybe we're not doing it right. Well, I won't speak for anybody, but I feel like I've had the same approach. And so I, I'll, I'll keep with my same approach. So I feel like it's working for me. But do you think... Well, let me, let, me, let me go this way before I even jump into that. You go into an account. What's kind of like in your mind before you walk into this account? So brand new account or maybe someone brand new is working in this office... You're going in there and you're going to try to tell them a little bit about yourself or get your point across. What's kind of your goal there? Like, what's your tips? If, all right, you're trying to, someone's right along with you. What would be your tips to be like, hey, you're going to hit this account. This is the things you should do. Okay, if it's a new account or if it's a new set of people or yeah. if it's a new person, mm-hmm. to me, this is just me personally. I do not feel that you need to go in and be like, so this is what I do. This is what I do here. How can you give me business? What can I, what can you do for me? No, it needs to be, hi, I'm Courtney. I'm with so-and-so. This is what we do. What's your name? What do you do? Where are you from? How long have you been here? Where did you come from? Like to me, getting to know people has, has, I, I think proven like longer relationships than walking in and just off the bat, like here. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, in my opinion, like I feel like it's deeper, closer relationships, getting to know people, figuring out what they like, and then bringing them, if they love Starbucks, mocha frappuccinos, 
surprising them in three weeks with mocha frappuccinos, whatever. You are the Google Doc queen, so I do commend you for that because that's a good remembering. That's a good. <laughs> that's a good trait to have, though, to mark it down. Try to you know, that's one of the things I do is try to remember the names because um, you know remembering someone's name is kind of important. I know we touched on that before. Um, well, I mean, what about you? Like when you walk into an office, if you had someone riding with you and you didn't know, like what would your my first thing is whether it's on the phone, whether it's in person, is listen. Ask a question and just listen, because all right, it's like um, when we're we run our support groups, we do anything that we do, and we're giving back. Once you kind of just get somebody kind of wound up, and you just ask them, hey, what are some of the issues that you're dealing with? How can my services benefit you? You know that kind of thing. You just let them kind of go. You're just listening. They're gonna go. They don't know the kind of questions to ask. They don't know what kind of. We say, hey, what's kind of something you're dealing with at home and they they'll unload everything on you well let's because people want to talk about themselves and i think the sooner you realize that the the better off you are so i think yeah exactly so i think in sales the more you listen you listen more than you speak that should be that should be for sure you want to be interested in anything that they're saying hopefully they're saying something interesting they never are but you want to make sure you're interested you want to respond back to what they're saying you want to show that you're engaged into whatever they might be saying so that's one of the sales tips the other thing i like i just kind of mentioned is you want to ask for the business like it doesn't hurt like okay you've expressed to me all these things you expressed to me now this is how i can help you who do you have for me that i can help you with yeah i feel that i've learned this in my career do i do it no should well i don't want to say no I should be better at doing it is don't ask closed ended questions. Do you have any blank for me? Patients, cases, any whatever you're selling. Do you have any? No, that's closed. That's a yes or no. No, majority of the time. It needs to be who have you seen? Which patients or which people, whatever you're selling, would benefit from where are your you know trigger points that you know your patients are going to the hospital or you're just trying to make the sales in general not healthcare um so i think the open-ended questions i feel are very beneficial yeah one of the main things i also try to make sure is established is one like i think we go anywhere we go we try to show them we want to make their job anybody's job easier we're just trying to be a resource for them. We want to help where I'm to the point where, you know, I'm getting messages like I'm not even getting the full details. Hey, I have somebody in this room. I go check them out blindly, but being established, knowing I'm someone they can rely on, someone that can be trusted. I think that shows one of the main things that I always, always, always try to do is I want to sell the problem that I help solve and not the product that I offer. You've, I mean, we've been together for a while. I'm not one of those big pushers. I'm not like, Da, 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 this is what I do. You need to use me. I, I, got, I don't try to badmouth competition. I don't do any of that. I just say, hey, I can help you. I want to make it easier. Even if there's a multitude of people in the area that offer maybe similar services or can do it, that's perfectly fine. You know, let everyone kind of call around, do what they want to do. I'm confident in what our services provide. I'm just trying to solve your problems so it's their day-to-day life is easier. Well, I think in sales, I feel like that's what you're supposed to do. And I feel like a lot of reps get caught up in like the numbers or whatever, but you're there to make their jobs easier. So I think that's important to initially say that. 
I'm here to help you. I'm here to make your job easier. How can I do that? Yeah, no, to- totally, totally agree. Um, so, I mean, I something I've, I think I've been really, really good at. I'm not too pushy. I think being consistent is, you know, definitely a key and everything like that. But I want to kind of touch on knowing that fine line of because we're gonna we're gonna dive into this as we continue this journey. But right now, mainly for sales, when you're trying to sell your product, do you want to be friendly, not too friendly? kind of talked about having like our guards up when we go certain places because we want to make sure hey we're here for business we're, we want to have a good time and do all of that stuff but at the same token you want to make sure that you know hey I'm serious I can help you as well make sure, how do you get that to come across without being like too friendly how do you kind of know where to kind of go toe that line there? don't ask me because I am the queen of being taken advantage of I am the queen of thinking I'm best friends with everyone and then not using me i am the queen of just being more friends with my people than work so i'm not good at answering that yeah i still get business i feel i'm i'm just not good at that i'm not good at at keeping it because i'm i'm like a lover i'm a friendly and i want to befriend everyone i feel like that's like the key but i also because i want the friends so i don't i don't know how to answer that because i'm I am close with all of my accounts, like all yeah. of my clients. Yep. I'm very, very close with them. Some I'm very good friends with, though that's developed. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I can hear. I can definitely understand that. I always want to come across, kind of like on our previous episode, I don't want any new friends. I don't want any, because I have my guard up. I've had some situations where I thought I wanted to maybe be friendly and stuff like that. So, again touch on that in future episodes because that's going to be a long podcast but i also i don't go out i don't do a bunch of stuff with people because besides having my guards up i want to make sure those lines are drawn in the sand they know hey it's strictly business um the people we have gone out with shout out to you you know who you are um i genuinely trust those people i don't think they have any ill intentions or anything like that so I, i can let my guard down with them um and they kind of get it so that i don't that's not a separate thing it's not anything to do with sales there i let my guard down we can be friends it's a separate thing from work let's go have some fun let's go to do trivia let's do let's do what we do i agree but during the business sense i also want you to know hey i'm here i'm i have a laid-back personality when me and you go and we do our marketing events or we do our hey we're gonna go visit this and we have a great idea you're more take charge in your face i'm more like i'm gonna lay back yeah because you're so laid back yeah that's what i'm saying that i no, have to be no no because I'll, I'll talk and i don't mind doing that but my whole thing is and my approach is like i think i always say we just did a great i'm gonna even put it out there we just did a great pedicure event yeah great event we had a ton of people come they got their pedicures done for free gives us an opportunity to talk and engage and totally be out there with them they can't really go anywhere they got to listen to you they're strapped to the chair <laughs> yeah but how you were in their face engaging with them i think that was awesome i think that was fantastic where my approach is i want to come hit them afterwards hey thank you so much for coming to the event a week from now see them drop something off and just kind of keep it like that see i would love to do that however i feel that i need to take advantage of the situation of them being in in front of me and present in a relaxed environment because I want to from okay one of my bosses a long time ago told me 
to book a meeting from a meeting. You should oh, always yeah. be looking at the next meeting where you are now. So with the pedicure event, I booked a meeting for every single person that was there for the most part. I mean, there are a few, um, but like with, um, with your girl, that's all I'm going to say, your okay, girl, yep. we're going to do a something for them like we have a plan for them so it wasn't it's not necessarily booked but you and i are going to do something fun for their office we're going to do like a wagon with the coffee and the fun stuff like it's just going to be fun versus like i had really good conversations with people because again they're sitting there with nowhere to go nothing to do but to listen to me so it was just good to connect because they're so thankful that they get to come do this that it was just so good where you are like you're like have suave in the corner like hey if you need dinner. not me i gotta sell i have one opportunity to to drive it in yeah and i think for the listeners out there we we sell two different products even though our even though our products do complement one another our products are completely separate i think even though i do have competition out there I don't think it's definitely as cutthroat as yours. No. It definitely is not as cutthroat as yours because there's steps to yours. There's a process. There's connections. There's a whole different thing. Mine is, hey, I just want to be on the list of the people that they have options for. And I know my services will sell. That's, like I said, something completely different. So I think I can have a laid back approach. Um, I think people kind of know the service. That's why I said, I, I think in the... I was talking to you about it in our first episode when I was kind of talking about it. I think I came off almost like I was sounding lazy, but I didn't want to come off that way because I'm at those offices. They know who I am. You go anywhere in my service area where people know at least who who I am, what my services are. And I make sure, again, I'm not too pushy in a position where I think where you are, it is so cutthroat you need to be remembered nonstop. Well, I think you're just established. I'm established too, but I think there's so much competition that if I'm not in there once a week to be like, hey, remember who I am. Remember I'm your person. Remember this. Remember that. I feel like, or even like, hey, remember to refer to me for this or remember to write for this or remember to, it's just, it's always like, it's constant. That's why consistency is key because you have to be in front of these people. These people are not going to remember you. They're not. Even if you're their best friend, they're not. They Sometimes have, it's like the last person that was in their face. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of the times. I think this job, you succeed on obviously your consistency and your communication for sure. But I also think a big thing of it is luck. I really do. I think oh, it's luck. right place, right time. It's right environment, right setting. I mean, you can read when someone, you can feel and read someone's energy. Like when someone's like, I don't feel like talking about this. You're like, oh, okay, great, cool. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Cool, because my job kind of depends on this. Cool. Well, I think a hard work and luck definitely plays into it because it could just be timing. It could be, you know what? I have someone that needs exact, like you just walk in. I mean, we've all had that before. You walk in and someone has like, oh my God, you're exactly what I need. You can help me solve this problem. That's easy money. Or they call you right after you leave. It's yeah. great. Yeah. That's like, that's easy money, but it is like the consistency is a big part because you do need to be in front of their face pretty constant because how else are you going to get that if not somebody else is going to get that? And especially in your position, since it's so cutthroat, 
people are bringing things nonstop, whether it's a food item, whether it's whatever it might be, but nonstop. Hey, I have the latest and greatest. Hey, I got this great set of cookies for you. Hey, I got these donuts, but it's constant. And again, that comes up to the luck thing as well. And I get why you got to be in their face so often. Yeah, I, I, just to touch on that, I would definitely say that's really hard when they're... And be original with their ideas. Too. Yeah, like you have to be original. You have to be different because I think I think I was going to take a sugar cookie or not a sugar cookie. There are two cookie companies in where we live. I was going to take one and you, I texted you something random. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I said like, oh, I'm dropping off this at this. And you were like, oh, no. I think they already have the other one just forewarning you. So I ended up taking them home because it's like, well, what am I going to do? Bring the same thing? No. So it's, I would have to say, it's really hard. It's really hard. I mean, lucky for me, I baked the cookies. I just roll my eyes. Shout, Shout out to me for baking the cookies. I don't buy any of those cookies anywhere. I don't want to say I put my cookies up to competition, but they are pretty good for thank you for but for my accounts, um, the people it's I wouldn't even say accounts that refer good because even people who don't refer, I just have good relationships with. I'll drop cookies off for sure. I also think I don't know if you were going into this or not. I don't know which little topic we were on, but I also think that creativity is important, too, because we're the most creative out there. That's hands down. Well, except for well, a couple other things I can think of, but we are definitely hands down. Like even the other things I'm thinking of are two and like way below two. Okay, I don't understand any of what you just said, but but I do have to say we are very creative, and I think people remember us and people expect us. For example, I have made this guy dress up. What have you? You dress up as a heart. I made you dress up as a heart for Valentine's Day. I made you dress up as. The gingerbread man, I think. Or vampire one time. I don't remember the vampire. I remember the tin man. The that tin was our very man. first one. I made him dress up as the tin man. Um, I made your kid wear the dinosaur shoot The dinosaur, suit. yep. Yeah, that was fun. So yeah. We had a bunch of trunk trunk events. We've done a bunch of wagon. Of, like, we've done a, a Yeah, very a creative. Of, yeah. Creative. And every time we walk into the office or walk into anywhere we're, we're going with our set events... They always say this. You guys are so creative. You yeah. guys are so da da da. They like expect are... us. If if there's a holiday that rolls around and we yeah. don't come, yeah, something's off. Oh, something's we miss you guys. Off. We miss you guys on this yeah. holiday. Yeah. But that, I to me, that is so vital and in we our stand industry. Out. We stand out. Yeah, it's consistency again. Mm-hmm. You say, okay, we're known for this. Now. For example, every Tuesday morning, I go to a certain doctor's office every Tuesday morning. So when I'm not there, they're like. Hey, are you okay? Yeah, are you up. okay? Mm-hmm. What's going on? You're not here. Same thing with us. Like, I feel like the holidays, like if we don't do crazy stuff, like just crazy stuff, people will text us and be like, hey, I haven't heard from you. Are you okay? Oh, yeah. No, 100%. So like, no, it, it's known from uh, that we're known for this already. So we already know holidays coming up or anything big coming up or we do the summer blowouts or whatever, whatever's going on. We usually we're creative. So. We can toot our own horn on that one. Beep, beep. We can do all that because I'm patting myself on the back. Um, Last thing I'll kind of touch on sales. What about being, I know we kind of said too salesy, but confidence. Being confident walking into any office. L-O-L. Yeah. 
I think anywhere I go, I'm not thinking I get the business, but I'm confident that what I am what I am bringing to the table can help you guys. It can help me, of course, because I'm selling something, but I'm, it's also going to help. My services are needed. Unfortunately, there's a cost involved with it, but it's absolutely needed. So I don't go in salesy like you need to help me out here. It's but I'm confident that like what I'm offering helps. I'm confident in myself. I'm usually dressed where I feel confident as well, like overall confidence. Except yeah. for except for last week. What? My eye was fucked With up. Your freaking sty. No one even could probably no notice one as bad, cared. but I brought it to everyone's attention. And no one cared. No one could see it. So okay. So everybody was literally looking at it because episode, you said episode three. My name is Steven. I'm vain. Yes. Okay. You Thank are. you. Yes, you are. I check my hair. I check my hair in the mirror. I check my eyebrows. Make sure they're good. This man cares more about his hair and his eyebrows than any man I've ever met in my entire any person. My beard. I feel like. Make sure the shirt is not wrinkled. You never see me with a wrinkled shirt. Check the teeth. Make sure there's no food in the teeth. Sorry. Well, I believe all that too. I believe that I can go into a place and it's not about selling. It's about services how i can better their patients how i can help them how i can help make them money mm -hmm. i'm not confident because there's a million other reps who are 10 times more confident which and some of them shouldn't be some then some of them come but off they are too overconfident to the point where and then they come off over like overselling like over like salesy I don't but know again what the it doesn't matter be because it's obviously working for all these people obviously these people are referring to them relationships it could be someone with the company it could be again timing it could be something that makes it easy i don't know but i can tell you being confident definitely helps i can tell you when i get a haircut i want to hit every possible location i can see every possible because there's no bigger confidence than me with a haircut i could solve world hunger when i have a haircut i want to cure cancer when i have a haircut i wish i had something like that and I then wish. you and you wonder why i want to get a haircut once a week Every week I get a haircut, but I, it makes me, it just helps. It helps. And not that it helps because I'm already, like I said, confident, but now you're talking about confident with like a boost. Okay. Not cocky. I'm like, hey, there's plenty of people who look better than me, do all that, but I'm conf like confident in myself, confident in my abilities, confident in my product. Okay, but also because- The haircut just helps. But time out Ooh, though. Ooh, the clean beard, the clean, oh my God, the fade, the whole nine. I'm rolling on. my eyes again. Okay. I need an eye roll button. I roll. Oh, hey, the pedicure event, too. Got our toes done. I got my toes done. I've been everywhere with my slides, just toes out. I put the Crocs away. Okay, question, though. Slides are out to question. play. Question. What if you were not doing that well, numbers-wise? Like, say you had a set number that you had to meet every month, oh, and you're not doing that well. Oh, someone else is dropping the ball. It's not me. I'm just joking. You're that <laughs> confident? No, no, no. I'm just joking. No, no. You wouldn't it? be stressed. You wouldn't be overthinking. You wouldn't be nothing. You would just be riding and out. It is what it is. I mean, if it's something I'm personally doing. No, it's not. It's just in general. It's slow in business. Your office is pressuring you for numbers. You're stressed. You're not stressing? No, no. It is what it is. Because if I know what I'm doing... It could be, hey, snowbirds. It could be seasonal thing. Okay, tell corporate it, that. Tell corporate, in my situation, I mean, snowbirds. They're going to be like, LOL. <laughs> I got you. But if you know you're hitting the offices, you know you're doing everything you can do, aside from maybe some funny business going on, because there's funny business happens in the industry, unfortunately, unless you can find out what's going on there. 
Yeah, no, of course. I'm well, confident. I'm glad for you because I, on the other hand, am stressed when I don't hit my numbers. Courtney, that's you. All right, I just said the I'm Bane thing. Episode three, this is Courtney. She has anxiety. <laughs> yes, I do. So confidence isn't always the biggest thing, but you should be confident. We, we kick ass at our events. We kick ass at what we do. Your services kick ass. And just whether or not they utilize them, that's a whole different ballgame. But you should be confident at least up to that point. Well, I'll work on it. How do you over? How do you overcome challenges? How do you overcome? You go to a doctor's office and a lady wants nothing to do with you. You just stop going to the doctor's office, or you try to keep. No, you keep, keep going. You get to know them. They won't even call back to let the person you want to know that you're there. They're like they're busy. Then you do something creative, like you and I do. You do the coffee wagon. You do, do you the have trunk. anybody like that? Oh yeah, I think you, you and I are thinking of the same yeah. person. We walked into this office one day. We said, "Hey, how are you?" And she said, "Horrible, horrible." She was like, uh, "What's from the Monsters Inc.?" Oh. Mike Wazowski. Hold on, her name is Raj. Yeah, she looked up just like that. She, if there was a window to slam, she would have slammed horrible. it on us. Yeah, horrible. It's a Monday. <laughs> She was so mean. But we still I, killed her with I kindness. Think, but we were there for like Valentine's Day. We were like, oh, we have some cookies. Uh, yeah, you want I think some we, cookies? Were, we were dressed up. We then were I, dressed I had up. a giant heart on. Yeah, I know. You had a what? <laughs> <laughs> I might beep that out just because, but I did say heart and on. Heart and on. Because there's definitely <laughs> a doctor's office. <laughs> uh, different, definitely another office that heard that same thing and they all perked up. Oh, God. Nobody paid attention to us when we walked in, and I, I said the same thing. It's like, hey, she maybe, <laughs> she maybe put this, and she said, whoa, whoa. Everyone paid attention to who just walked in the room. So. Oh, God, I'm dying. I'm dying. So heart on. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we were all dressed up, and we asked if she wanted some cookies, and she said, I don't need these. The last thing I need. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> this is the last thing I need. And we then Courtney like, was like, well, do you want to let any... Anybody else know back there that we have these? <laughs> uh, I guess. It's Monday. We're, it wasn't even a Monday. I think it was like a Wednesday. Yeah, she was like, uh, we're busy. Every day was Monday. To okay, her. Raj. Yeah. Got it. So whatever. You know what? But kill them with kindness. We try. We move past them. The whole but, point is to get past them. But again, we invite the girls out to our yep. pedicure events. They always come. We get to connect with them. We get to tell them what we do. And we drop stuff. And when you hand write stuff and you put like, girls girls in the back nursing mm. girl whatever it gets to them and they read it and they understand so i think there are always ways around it yeah i think you kill them with kindness you get to the people you got to see you just like you got to take advantage of that but you are going to get met with those hard asses the gargoyles that we like to call them at the front is what it is yep there's some nicer than others some you know they get it but some just like hey i'm not calling nobody for you you don't have an appointment, yeah. So, trying to get through that. Um, I've definitely had previous sales jobs where it was crazy. If we're getting outside of healthcare, you just sell like spa packages and stuff like that, like door to door. You had to know like every sales tactic. I hate, I hated sales. I was banking sales, all that sales, but I sold spa packages door to door. Been there, done that. They say, hey, didn't you see the no soliciting sign? And say, oh no, I saw the no smoking sign. But anyways, I can get you this. Oh no, facial back rub and all this for a package. I don't have of the... the balls to do that. 
Oh man, I I would literally walk into uh I'd walk into stores and just get it going and sell just to random people. But anyways, didn't like sales. I like my job now, so sales comes easy because I'm not really selling like that problem solving. Boom, book it. Put that on my business card. Okay. All right, so that was sales. Hopefully it helped. Hopefully you know what to do or what not to do. Any closing I mean, any closing well, comments? I was just on gonna say a- if anybody has anything that has worked for them, I mean I really feel that I would love to benefit from that myself. I mean, I think one tip that throughout my career I think has worked is handwriting things, like I said, like addressing things to people. Like there's not a doctor in this world or a decision maker in this world who's going to see a card addressed to them and not open it. If it's handwritten. Our first lunch or whatever we did, I think you sent me a card. Oh, I always send mm-hmm. thank you cards. So I'm first, a big first meeting. thank you card girl. And to be quite honest, I judge you when you don't send me a thank you card. If I send you a gift, if I send you money, whatever it is, if you don't send me a thank you card. I'm a thank you text or thank you phone call. Sorry. No, extra mile, a thank you handwritten card. A card. Call, a, a call is more than a card. I mean, a text. No. No? Handwritten. Because that means you're thinking of it still a day, two days, three days, four days, whatever, later, you're still thinking about it. For example, I sent everybody that came to our pedicure event a thank you card. Surprise if you didn't get yours yet. <laughs> Surprise. Signed them. I know. I did. <laughs> I did. You did sign them. Did. But it literally every single one, I put like what little bit of information I discussed with them. Like, you know, oh, yeah. it okay. was great chatting with you about this. I can't wait to explore this. Like, thank you so much for coming. Like, I know you have kids and I know you have life, but thanks for coming. So I don't know. To me, that goes a long way. So that's my little tip. If anybody has any tips that really work for them, I'm I'm all for it. Uh, I mean, I'm get, all for it. get personal. Don't get too personal because if you can remember anything, remember their kids and stuff like that, their likes and dislikes, sure, but watch the line so we'll we're gonna talk about the line on future episodes but yeah anybody who's got any tips maybe something we didn't go over or something we did go over maybe can improve upon please please let us know we're always looking to improve last things we want to close out with again we don't know what our fan base can be called i don't want to say the no cred army i don't want to i don't i don't got anything clever that's cheesy that. yeah, yeah. yeah no no I, that's why i said not me <laughs> I'll go to chat GPT and figure it out, but... Yeah, we need to. Listeners, hook us up with that. But anyways, a listener, a supporter, hit us with the question of the day. And so we want to bring it up. But if you have the question of the day for future episodes, comment, throw an email out, whatever you need to do. We will read them all and we'll make sure we get it on air. So anyways, this one was pretty interesting because it's going to be some relationship advice. Hopefully you're down. During an argument... You're in the middle of the argument. Are you the type to just walk away because you need space? Or are you the type to keep it going until you get to a resolution? I walk away. Just need the space. I need space because, to be quite honest, majority of the quote-unquote argument is not even an argument. Let's be real. It's a bicker. It's like, I'm frustrated. You're frustrated. We're bickering. And it's not worth to keep going. Like, it's not worth it. So, to me, just everybody needs to walk away. Don't come near me. Let me breathe. Let me put my little book in my ears, my little audio book. Let me turn my TV show on while I'm cooking dinner. Like, whatever I need to do, just leave me alone. I'll be fine in five minutes, two minutes, really. But if you keep pestering, then I get... I get, It's worse? Yeah. What about you? Obviously the opposite. 
You need, I need resolution? resolution. I need resolution. It's not that it's like it's so simple, and I can. I typically it's like I I break down. Hey, this is why we're arguing. Here's the re- like I try to like get us there, but it's the same thing as typically my significant other wants space, where if she wants to go watch TV, she can just move on, and she would be perfectly fine. Which and she could chalk it up to hey, we're, this is a stupid argument. She can go about like all right. Me, I'm the opposite. I can't focus on anything else because I'm like, this is stupid. Why are we arguing? Why? I need the resolution. I need just to make sure it... that I'm okay. She's okay. I feel the love. I want all that. Just let it go. Can you let it go? All right. What if you're absolutely not in the wrong? You just. No, no, no I'm just. I'm, you're not in the wrong. Do you need an apology? Or you just no. you move on. Move on who cares i don't care if you think the sky is purple i don't care i'm very passive with that i don't care but with your significant other like you don't care if you're wrong right no i could care less he can be right a thousand times i know he's wrong i know he's wrong but am i gonna fight him for that no i'm not because he's gonna keep going until he proves himself and i don't care i don't care that much i don't care gotcha yeah i mean that sounds like mine but the the thing is, the thing is, I'm the same way where we'll just butt heads. We even do it like almost jokingly, but like we have to get like the, even the last word in with each other. We're like, fine, 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 like, fine, okay, okay then. Like last, like someone has to say the last word. No. We'll be even like kind of laughing, looking at each other like that, but we like we someone has to give in. Mm-mm, not me. Like, I'll walk out to the garage and before I close the door. Fine, close the door. Like, real quick so I didn't hear. Not me. I'm the, or, and, God, I'm going to... Fine, I'll help myself because I'm a pain like that. Anyways, here we go. Ready? Well, my wife needs space. I'm the type to be to walk back into a room like I forgot something. Oh, yeah, mine is too. Oh, I'm just grabbing the charger. Oh, I need this because I'm looking for... You're really not going to say nothing to me? And then just like I get, I need my resolution. Yeah. See. Okay. It's there's hard. time. I I try to remember she needs space. So there's now I've been working on. All right. She needs space, and sometimes it works. Sometimes I need resolution. I definitely, I definitely, 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 definitely need resolution before I leave the house. Why? I'm. The, I am. You're superstitious. I'm superstitious. I do treat like I do treat it passes whatever in my life but Wait, you're I'm the, supposed to respond with the office quote or whatever it is i'm a little stitious i'm a little stitious what is that uh, from yeah, yeah, super yeah. bad what is that from I office i think it's from the office right i don't Not know you're the movie person I don't, I don't know we'll put it in here somewhere if i can't find it but a little stitches so we'll try to put the quote in here somewhere if i can find it but i'm like me i am that way in this like Anytime my wife leaves or I'm leaving, I need a kiss. I need a goodbye. I'm like, like, I, like you just don't know. Like, that might be the last time you see the person. That's my vibe every single time. I don't like to leave with an argument. So we're, we're, we never argue about anything serious that goes into like the next day. Like ours doesn't go an hour or anything like Are that anyways. Are you the type that like has the quote above your bed that's like, don't go to bed angry. My wife, could, my wife will start snoring. That will piss me off. <laughs> if we're in an argument and I, was, I hear her snoring, I'm like, you're not fucking really sleeping right now. Oh, my God. Good for her. No, yeah. She, she's, she's a boss. Yeah, yeah. She's a boss. Um, no, no, no. But, yeah, I am the type like, like, no, we don't usually go to sleep like 
fighting or anything like that. Nothing leads to the next day. But if I'm leaving for work and we're in the, hey, whatever. I'm sorry. Let's piece it up because I am that person who's like, I don't want the last thing to happen. We were in a fight for either one of us, whether it's God forbid something happens to me, God forbid something happens to her. I don't want to be that to be our last memory of each other. Okay. Well, that's morbid, but it is. But I mean, every sure. day you see XYZ happening and anything can happen and it's a freak accident. It's you have almost all the time. Sure. You dri- you're driving on the highway and someone almost wrecks you and you're like, dude, that was crazy. Like I could have just easily died. Something not like I hadn't swerved out of the way. The guy didn't even see me. Sure. Sure. And the last well, thing that your spouse you're going to leave him with was you were arguing about who didn't put something in the dryer. Or who, okay, well, who I, f- knows? I found the quote. It is the office. I told you it was the office. I'm not superstitious, but I'm, I am a little stitious. <laughs> that is fantastic. That is fantastic. I think that, but that actually describes me. Like, I'm not superstitious except yes, for you are, two bro. things. Two yes, things. you I are. I already know. I already know. Hold on. It's fucking splitting the poles yes. i already know that yes all right you're walking with somebody god and it's somebody it's in your group someone who's with you your significant other and you're walking there's a pole sticking out of the ground he a already, trash he can makes it so awkward don't like if you go don't on the walk wrong around. side yeah, yeah. walk together he, on the same side people legit back up and walk over That's and it makes luck. it so uncomfortable bad even luck. even to the point where i'm running with your wife downtown and i'm like oh there's a pole coming oh we're so she stressed shoot it now you guys probably would have bumped into each other doing yeah the same thing. it's freaking <laughs> stressful you literally have added stress to my life all right your second one I don't know what your second what's, one is. What's this one? I would say I would chalk it up to this one. Like I'd like to be on good terms, leaving the house, all that. So that would be your second. Oh, yeah, I'm not really superstitious. Other than like, I'll step on cracks. I'll break my mother's back. I don't care about black cats. I don't yeah. care about things well, crossing the street. I don't, I don't do know. that. I don't do that bathroom bloody mary thing. I don't do I've that. Done that. I've done that. No, 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 no. That's the one thing I won't. Cl- I won't. I'll do lock that before I do Beetle- Beetlejuice. So. Oh, no, I would do Beetlejuice for sure. But I would not do the Bloody Mary thing. That has been, that has traumatized me for sure. I will not go in the bathroom, lock the door, and the light go off. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, man. Wait till the camera happens. I know the first challenge we're doing. No, we are not doing that. <laughs> Definitely we're, doing. No, that is one thing so I'm not doing. here in the sticks. Well, that was episode three. Not too bad. I feel like we're getting better at this maybe and i didn't even cry or maybe it's a champagne i'm gonna cry after probably but anyways that was episode three main point was sales i want to shout out to our listeners we do appreciate you guys I, like i said i we really 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 appreciate the support i want to shout out to our girl sarah big supporter there i want to shout out to our listeners every week and again i want our listeners to give us somebody beyonce has the beehive why has Nicki minaj had the barbs and how come we don't have anything yet I don't understand. We need something. We'll, f- we'll think. I don't know. But that concludes another incredible episode of No Credentials. We hope you enjoy diving into our captivating stories, our insights, and these extraordinary individuals who prove that credentials are just one piece of the success puzzle. Now, what are you guys going to do? You guys are going to follow. You guys are subscribe. And make sure you go on all the platforms and give us five stars because we're amazing like that. Thank you, and until next time.